0: Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today.
1: I want to preach on the power of appreciation, the power of appreciation. We live in a world where our schedules are literally filled with demands of pulling at us from one direction and another direction, as a matter of fact, in every direction. The congregation and those we interact with have lives that are filled with tension. There are are many here today whose lives are filled with stress, anxiety, commitments, and many of us will under a whole lot of pressure with pressing responsibilities. And with that being said, there is a tremendous need for us to focus on the power of appreciation and encouragement. It is possible to be so task-oriented that we forget those we love and serve around us who have unmet needs, as well as others who are depressed around us. There are many around you right now who are lonely, and many around you who feel very much unappreciated. We have the military personnel here whom we are honoring today. And this message is also designed to appreciate, affirm, and encourage you for the tremendous service that you have rendered for the sake and cause of your country. This message is also designed to sensitize us to the power of appreciation and encouragement for those who cross our paths. Author Stan Toller writes, listen, and I quote she came up to me with a tear in her eye just after the close of the meeting. It wasn't a worship service or a Bible study, but a lay ministry appreciation event at the church I was serving. <laughs> to close the year, I had given each volunteer a certificate bearing his or her name and the words Thanks for your faithful service. You are loved. And appreciate it. It was just a piece of paper, but it had a tremendous value. It had tremendous value to this middle aged woman and longtime volunteer. This is precious to me, she said. It means so much that someone noticed my labor of love. Unquote. Proverbs 31, 31 says, Reward her for all she has done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. How can we express gratitude and appreciation? We don't just need to affirm people right at death's door. That's right. We need to affirm Uh, encourage and appreciate others right this very moment. For people all around you are starved to hear a word of encouragement. As a matter of fact, there are some under my voice, you haven't been encouraged in your family or on your job or even in the church in so long, you wonder, does anyone care? How can we express gratitude and appreciation? Number one, never doubt the power of of showing appreciation in the lives of others. Never doubt the power of, of showing appreciation in the lives of others. Your words of affirmation have tremendous power to lift the spirit. Somebody's down. Somebody's depressed. Somebody's going through something that you know not of. Somebody's in pain. Somebody's hurting. And your words of affirmation have tremendous power to lift the spirit. And they may be the only appreciation one may, your your words of appreciation may be the only words of affirmation they may receive. Appreciation is simple to give and it brings lasting rewards to the hearer. Proverbs 18:21a says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Doesn't matter whether you're general out there, colonel, private, you need to be appreciated. Whether you're an usher, whether you're on the camera, whether you're in the choir, Whether you sing a solo, whether you greet, whether you count the funds, we all need to be affirmed and appreciated. What words come out of your mouth? Are they words of life that bring hope, encouragement, and renewed strength? Or does your tongue speak words of death, hurt, to the point that you have destroyed someone's dreams you've destroyed someone's desire to live Second Corinthians 7, 2 Corinthians 7:2 says I have the highest confidence in you says Paul to the church at Corinth and I take great pride in you you have greatly encouraged me and made me happy despite all our troubles says the New Living Translation my friends Never doubt the power of showing appreciation. Number two, how can we express gratitude and appreciation? Praise often. Praise often. Don't wait for a formal opportunity to to say thank you. The minute you notice someone doing something right, tell them about it now. In other words, for for example, I'm, I'm so glad you thought of that idea. Here's another example. Thank you for being here early. Here's another example. I really appreciate what you're doing for our teenagers. Instant affirmation is the best. Instant affirmation is the best. The scripture says in 1st Thessalonians chapter 1 verses 2 and 3, we give thanks to God always for you all making mention of you in our prayer, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor and love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and Father. Praise often. I mean in 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 any given opportunity. We need to have the spirit of praise and affirmation and encouragement on our lips. This is a mean world. Listen, if we can't get encouragement in here, and if you can't get praise and affirmation in your family and in the body of Christ, don't expect the world to give it to you. This is a place where we ought to be affirmed and loved on. We might come in here down and discouraged and depressed, But when we leave out here, we've been so blessed by the saints all around us and by affirmation and encouragement. We're ready to go back out those doors and keep on keeping on. Number three, the way to put your appreciation on display is to constantly give the gift of your time, especially those in your family. The way to put your appreciation on display is to constantly give the gift of your time, especially those in your family. Listen now, family members. If you are going to show appreciation to those in your family, you must praise often and criticize less while seeking the Lord for the wisdom to lovingly strengthen your spouse or your children's weaknesses. Every spouse, every husband have a weakness, and you have more than one. Every spouse, every wife, every husband have weaknesses. Your children have weaknesses. And what we need to do is to lovingly, tenderly uh, minister to them to help strengthen the weaknesses without dogging them out because of their weaknesses. don't Don't make them feel less than. Don't say words like you can't do nothing. You can't ever get it right. Here you go again. Parents, the worst thing you can call your child is stupid or no good. That hurts. That hurts. And husbands, you ought to be edifying your wife. Wives, you ought to be building up your your husband. It makes for a sound, healthy, wonderful marriage. It's easy to run down your husband. It's easy to run down your wife. It's easy to run down your children. But when you walk in the spirit and when God has his way in, in your life, even though things may be true, you don't have to say everything that's not right. Sometimes God wants to just bring that to your mind so you'll know how to pray for that person. <laughs> you don't have to say everything you know. But sometimes silence is just golden. How many of you... Uh, have had those times when you just wish you had kept your mouth shut. But no, you just had to go on and you just had to have the last word. You may have won the battle, but you've lost the fight. All I'm saying to you today, my friends, is that families need to be families. I'm not just talking about your media family. I'm talking about your in-laws who have become outlaws. You got siblings who haven't spoken at I don't know when. You can't even go and sit down and have Thanksgiving, this coming Thanksgiving. Won't even give a call. Won't even write a letter. You can't get there for Christmas. They ought to hear a phone call. Why don't you let go and let God? Proverbs 12, 25 says, Anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. Do you have a good word, husband? Wife, Where's your good word? A good word to your boy. A good word to your daughter. A good word to your granddaughter. Where's that good word? You know, if your child comes home, but all else in one deep now, that's a problem. <laughs> but maybe you ought to start off, you know, I do thank God that you didn't flunk everything. <laughs> start, start off with that for me. Now, Johnny, I'm just making up. Now, Johnny, there's a whole lot of else. Can we bring these up? Can you make that D or C? And you can't you move these F's to D's and let's just inch by inch is a cinch. Yard by yard is hard. I'm not asking you to be an A student. I'm just asking you to give your best efforts. And it's going to be a a joint venture with us. We see where we are, but we're not going to stay there. And we're going to work through this till we get the maximum of your potential worked out of you in the academic process. Now, I've said that really nice. <laughs> Boy, you screaming and howling all over the window. All out of the window. Oh, can hear you down the streets. <laughs> Calm down. Being angry and all been out of shape is not going to help. You need to encourage people who are failing to the glory of God. Number four, praise publicly praise publicly. Thank someone in front of another person or a group and you'll be a blessing to others who are listening. You know, people are listening to you. When I talk to a little child and I say, man, you're doing a good job. Somebody's listening to me say that. Praise publicly. In Matthew chapter eight, verses five through 10, it says, now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, A centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, underline this, and said to those who followed, there it is, that's the public race." and said to those who followed, assuredly oh, I say to you, I have not found such great faith. Faith, not even in Israel. Wow. He spoke well of this centurion's faith before others. And not only did the centurion get encouraged, but others who were following Jesus at the time got encouraged as well. So praise publicly, publicly. Number five. Praise and encourage and affirm in writing. I know we live in a time where people don't like to write. But it's good to keep your writing skills going. Even in the electronic age, people value a handwritten note of thanks. In fact, they may value it more highly because of the time and effort it requires. What you do is to keep a box of thank you notes nearby and send them out regularly. Do you realize a handwritten note on a card, a letter in your own handwriting, it transcends an email note of thanks? Because you've taken the time to write in your own cursive writing. You know, and I'm sad to say that they're taking cursive writing out of school. There's a dumbing down of society. And the poor children today can't even handwrite their names because of technology and computers and and the keyboard and all those things. But you need to keep cultivating and developing your writing skills. And you need to get a box, a beautiful box of thank you notes. And as the Lord put people on your heart, begin to handwrite that note. And when I get handwritten notes, Uh, of encouragement, listen, that just blesses my heart. And I'm going to tell y'all something, whether you know it or not, many of you here have the gift of encouragement. And when you send me a note handwriting to myself or my wife, we read that note over and over and over. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you something. I even have an encouragement file. And those special notes, when I get down, uh, feel kind of in the dumps, I can go to that file. And just begin to pull out those words of encouragement. And all of a sudden, my spirit is revived and lifted. Don't throw away every note you get. Because that's going to be a time you need to come back and read that note. Are y'all hanging on to what I'm said? i saying? So praise in writing. Philemon 19a says, I, Paul, am, am writing with my own hand. Wow. Did you get that? Y'all are just... Y'all would have just read right over that. He says, I'm look, I, I, I'm writing with my own hand. Children, write with your own hand. Begin to write. There's a blessing in the writing. Number six, praise sincerely. Praise sincerely. The only word of caution regarding affirmation is that it must be heartfelt. People can spot false praise a mile away, and it only discredits the giver. Genuinely notice, respect, and appreciate people and tell them, you'll both be better for it. So when you praise, encourage, and affirm others, make sure you're not just doing it haphazardly because you know it's the right thing to do. You need to do it in a way that the hearer knows is heartfelt, genuine, and sincere. First Peter chapter one, verse 22 says, you were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth. So now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters, love each other deeply with all your heart. In other words, real love will praise honestly. What makes appreciation and encouragement so valuable? What makes appreciation and encouragement so valuable? Number one, it is valuable because God tells us to encourage one another. It's valuable because God tells us to encourage one another. Uh, Romans 15.32 says, then by the will of God I will be able to come to you with a joyful heart, and we will be an encouragement to each other. God tells us to encourage one another. You know that that that, that is biblical. We are mandated. And not just those in your family, I'm talking about that senior member in the church, that little girl or that little boy in the church, that teenager in the church. So it is valuable because God tells us to encourage one another. What makes appreciating encouragement so valuable? Number two, it is uncommon. It is uncommon. People are more inclined to criticize and tear others down than give a word of affirmation. Are you negative? Are you habitually negative? Are you a critic? So much so that you leave a blaze of a trail of hurt. And pain, and people see you coming, they just find a reason to walk the other way. It's praise and encouragement and affirmation. It's very uncommon because people are more inclined to find to talk. Why she has to have on that dress? Why is that color? You know that's the wrong color with that hat. Mm-hmm. minute now, you know, oh, he wore that last Sunday. Well, what is that to you? Huh? I mean, I was, well, she always off key when she sings that song. But you're not even in the choir. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's easy to criticize on the sideline, but when you get in the game, it takes on a whole different color. <sighs> Number three, what makes appreciation and encouragement so valuable? Um it shifts the focus from, our, from ourselves to others. It shifts the focus from ourselves to others. Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 4, it says, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not for his own interests, but also for the interests of, of whom? Others. Of Others. In other words, refreshing, encouraging, and appreciating others will prevent us from elevating and promoting ourselves. When you encourage others, you will be thinking more of others and not so much of yourself. You see? So are your lips speaking right things? The scripture says in Proverbs 23, 16, yes, my innermost being will rejoice when your lips speak right things. So refreshing, encouraging, and appreciating others will prevent us from elevating and promoting ourselves. What makes appreciation and encouragement so valuable? Number four, it creates a peaceful environment. Praise, encouragement, and affirmation creates a what kind of environment? Romans twelve eighteen says, If it is possible, as much as depend on you, live peaceably with all men. In other words, when there's praise and affirmation and encouragement all over the house of God and and in your families at home, the environment is transformed to the glory of God. Number five, why should we praise and why should we appreciate? Number five, it is therapeutic in that it heals and refreshes others as well as the one who gives it. It is therapeutic in that it heals and refreshes others as well as the one who gives it. Proverbs twelve twenty five says, Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. When is the last time you gave a good word? A good word. Not a harsh word. Not a mean word. Not an angry word, but a good word. Number six. Appreciation, it cultivates healthy relationships. It cultivates what kind of relationships? Acts chapter 11, verse 22 through 24. It says, then news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. When he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart, they should continue with the Lord. Now, underline verse 24, for he was a good man full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, a good man full of the Holy Ghost and faith. When the Spirit of God has has control of your life, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost who lives in you will move you by by his very power to appreciate others, to to affirm others to encourage others, to lift up others who so desperately need it. But you got to be a good man, a good woman, and you got to be full of the Holy Ghost. You can't be full of the news and encourage somebody. The news is depressing. Some of y'all can't encourage others because you so baptized in the media and who shot John and who got caught with this and who did that and all these sickening reality shows and all these judge shows and all of this stuff until you feel more depressed (laughs) after seeing all this stuff. And so you can't help anybody because you've allowed television to depress you.
0: We are not alone on our spiritual journey. God is always with us. He is available to us any day, any time, and anywhere. He is our Father, He is our Shepherd, and we are His sheep. He is always available to us through His Word, through His Son, and through His indwelling Holy Spirit. We serve an awesome God. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. If you enjoy Pastor Randers' teaching of the inerrant Word of God, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church in Converse, Texas.